while Easter this is the most important celebration of the year. I know people go away on holiday because of this works and stuff, end of the kind of the summer if you like, but um, man, this is the most important celebration we have on the calendar, right? Yeah. While online, maybe you are in Kateriteri or whatever you are in the world and you are coming with, to us and we're coming to you. Be blessed as you join us on this beautiful day, Resurrection Sunday. What a great day. Praise the Lord. He is risen. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to start with something funny. And uh, I've done this before, but it's just a good one. Some of you have never been here before, so that's good. And uh, you'll enjoy this one. I heard about this man who was on holiday in Jerusalem with his family. All of a sudden, his mother-in-law died. He went to make arrangements to get his body um, back home. And the consulate said that it would cost about $5,000 to ship her home. But only 150 to get her buried right there in Jerusalem. After deep thought, she said to the consulate, he said to the, told the consulate, hey, that she want her body shipped. And the consulate said, boy, you must have really loved your mother-in-law. He said, no, it's not so much that. But I remember a case a number of years ago when somebody rose on the third day. And I cannot see that. I cannot, I was that I cannot take that chance. <laughs> Come on. We love our mothers-in-law, right? I had the best mother-in-law. She's not with us anymore. She's the cloud of witnesses, but she was an amazing mother-in-law. Wow, what a great day, guys. Resurrection Sunday. You're going to keep playing. Thank you so much for playing. Come on, give it up for hands. That's just amazing. I'll give it. <laughs> I just love when hand plays, you know. It's just uh, really good for us. And uh, I love Easter. This is the core of Christianity today. On Good Friday, we remember that Jesus died, that he gave his life. For the sins of the world, actually took the sin on, on himself and the curse and took it to the grave. But of course, on Resurrection Sunday, we celebrate that Jesus is alive, that death has been beaten. It is finished. He has done it. Amen? Amen. Well, the Bible says this. The Bible says there's no one perfect, not even one. That all have sinned and fall short of the perfection of God. The Bible calls the glory of God. We all have gone our own way. We've all made mistakes. We know our own minds, don't we? But Jesus, or God actually did something about our imperfection. He did something about our sin. Did you know what he did? He put it all on Jesus. My sin, your sin, the sin of the world, he put it all on Jesus. So wonderful. My main scripture in the Bible, I love 2 Corinthians 5, that God made him Jesus who knew no sin or had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Come on, he went in the rugby terms, said they lost, but that's life. Uh, in the sin bin, Jesus went into the sin bin for us. We were not guilty. And he was totally innocent. He went into the sin bin for us. I love this in the Passion Translation. For God made the one who did not know sin to become sin for us, that we who did not know righteousness might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. Amen? Another scripture. I've got so many scriptures because that's the Bible. And I love the Bible. Colossians 2. He has forgiven us. You can actually read along if you want to and say it if it helps you. Uh, we, he has forgiven all our sins and canceled every debt we owe. Christ has done away with it by nailing it on the cross. What a powerful exchange. 
And I always point to the cross, what a powerful exchange. Heaven means earth, and this powerful exchange takes place. Come on. And through his cross and also his resurrection, we have new life, and we've been forgiven of all sin. All all debt is canceled. The curse has been lifted. It is just so beautiful. And now as sons and daughters of God, we are righteous, holy, and innocent forever. What a great gospel we have. I was, in the, I was watching the, 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 the Crusaders and the Blues uh, the other day. There's a, there's a Blues fan here, and he was sitting next to me, and actually my friend here, so it was a bit hard, you know. He was just screaming, hard, and we were like, oh, so embarrassed. Anyway, but I was sitting in that stadium, and I said to him, I said, this is our, this is our next prayer meeting. Come on, we should all be there. It shouldn't be a little church like this. It should be in the stadium. Of course, we talked to Greg Franklin Graham the other day. We had a meeting here for the pastors. He's coming here on the 12th of November in the, in the stadium, not in that one, but in the other one, in the Christchurch Arena. And that's cool. All the church is coming together. But the thing is, though, what I'm trying to say is, he is worthy of our praise. He is wonderful. He is wonderful, powerful. See, Jesus became what we were, sinful, far away from God. He became us so we can become him. We can become Jesus. What a powerful exchange we celebrate today. Romans 5, I love the scripture too. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into the grace we now stand. Isn't it beautiful? Justified by faith through grace. You can't earn this. It's a gift of grace. We accept by faith, justified. I love this word justified. Justified is the same root word as righteousness. It comes from the root word dikaios. And dikaios means, in the, in, the, in the Greek, means much more than forgiveness. It's a powerful word. It actually means innocence. See, justification, this word justification means as if I had never sinned. So what Jesus does on the cross, everything from Adam and Eve when sin entered into the world, everything on this side of the history, he puts onto Jesus. And then he brings us back all the way back to when Adam and Eve were just walking naked and had no problem with it. If you are walking here naked today, we have a problem with that. Right? But they had no problem. Because there was innocence. There was no sin. And so God in Jesus Christ brings us back, and we'll see another scripture later on, before Adam. That's why he's called the second Adam. New covenant righteousness is a declaration of innocence. And that's a big word. Some of you think, yeah, what about my thoughts? What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? This is the Bible. Jesus, that's why it is so important. That's why we were all crying on Friday. I was crying even before when I was my communion in the morning, which every day I do. I was I crying. Everybody here, oh, crying, crying. Why? Because it's so deep what Jesus done for us. so amazing. And so when we celebrate this, we're like, oh, we're totally undone by his goodness. Yes, resurrection comes too, of course. But man, resurrection means a lot more when you know what he's really done for us. We had absolutely no way out. We were doomed. And then Jesus comes. He says, I'll take your domination. Domination. It's a word. I just made up. Domination. <laughs> he became our domination. <laughs> 
sorry, you just got me here. Anyway, Colossians, here it says, hey, Colossians, if you don't believe me, here. For God is satisfied to have all the fullness dwelling in Christ, and by the blood of his cross, come on right here, everything in heaven on earth was brought back to himself. Here we go, all together very loud. Back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. Hey, that's before Adam ever did anything wrong on Eve. Right? And that's the state that you and I are in as Christians, born-again Christians. It's amazing! <laughs> Absolutely amazing because it gives us power to your life. The things that we struggle with. No, this is who you are. Isn't it amazing? Okay, I'll illustrate this to you. Here I am. This is Gideon. And I'm sinful. And I'm broken. And I'm unfaithful. And I'm powerless. I make mistakes. Don't look at me like that. That's, just a, that's me, right? Broken. Gideon. And then on the other side is Jesus Christ. His son. And he's holy and righteous, beautiful, powerful. Nothing wrong with him. Now look what he does. Then he puts his name over my name. He says, Gideon, Jesus. And what I'll do is I'll take you to the cross. He goes to the cross. And I'm there with him 2,000 years ago. And so are you and the whole globe. Every human that ever exists and will exist. And then he comes off resurrection power. He dealt with sin once and for all. And then he goes outside. And over his name, he puts my name. Wow! That is so amazing. What an amazing, I call it the um, powerful exchange. No, I call it the powerful, I made it up this morning. The powerful name change exchange. The powerful name change exchange. What he does for us, it is absolutely powerful. And he, he was also planned for before the foundation of the world. It says already in Ephesians 1.4, God saw us in Christ before the creation of the world as holy and blameless in His sight. Come on, already before the foundation of the world, Father, Son, Holy Spirit concocted this idea that one day Jesus would go to the cross for the whole world. That's why the Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world. It was already a done deal. He still had to go through it, but it was a done deal. And because of that, we can be partners because we are his bride how can we be like sinful and bad and all this kind of stuff and a lower thing he's he's the bridegroom we're the bride we're not worthy no we are worthy we have become saints sinner saints we were sinners he took to the cross we became saints forever so we are now the bride of christ equal partners in righteousness that is so beautiful Come on, what a beautiful marriage we're going to have. It's so wonderful, powerful. I tell you, if you've never experienced this kind of forgiveness in your life, then today is your lucky day. Online, it's your lucky day. I don't care where you are. This is your lucky day right now. I can't believe you're watching. It's amazing. This is such good news. And most of New Zealand have no idea about this news. They say Christianity is awesome, doing some stuff and behavior and often about what you can't do. It has nothing to do with what you can and can't do. It has to do with new life, a relationship with God. And then He will deal with you and your behavior. He'll deal with your behavior. The Holy Spirit will start dealing with you. It's fine. But it's not like, Whoa. you know? Gee, people need to know about this beautiful thing. Do you know Him? Okay. This is only half the gospel I just told you. 
That's only Good Friday. Now we go to Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. See, the problem is if we are positionally being declared innocent, but we're still a worm inside, we're still a mongrel inside, what is that going to do? They are dead inside, but you're forgiven dead people. The good news about the resurrection is that we need some good life on the inside. God needs to resurrect us from the inside out and make us a new creation, have His, His Spirit inside of us. And that's what happens through the resurrection. Amen? The actual Zoe life, eternal life of God. His fire, His power, His own Spirit coming to live inside of us. Is He living inside of you? Online, living inside of you? Ephesians 2. But because of His great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Everybody say it together. Made us alive in Christ. Even when we are dead in our transgressions, it is by grace that you've been saved. And God raised us up with Christ Jesus to see it with him in heavenly places, in heavenly realms. What a powerful gospel we have, people. That when he died, we died. That when he rose, we rose. That when he ascended, we ascended. And when he was seated in heavenly places through our born-again experience with our spirit, now we also are seated with him in heavenly places, co-seated with Christ. You're very quiet in this room. This is Christianity. This is the core. There is no other Christianity. This is Christianity. And this will give you a power to live for Him. Amen? It's so good. It's the best news ever. So Good Friday. It was a good day. We had a name change. Jesus declares us righteous, innocence. We're going from being sinners to being saints. But Resurrection Sunday is a great day. Sunday is a great day because it's not just a name change. It is an impartation of a new nature. Now that is the core of Christianity. Sin with Adam and Eve was just a bump in the road. And Jesus rectified this. But what he wants is to be alive with him. He wants a relationship with him. So he comes and cut out the old nature and give you a new nature. It says in Colossians 2, when you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure, not a snip of the tip. Christ performed, Christ, now you think about it, Christ performed, oh, now you think about it because, that's, Christ, listen, not a physical procedure, look at it, look, Bible, Bible, people, Bible, Bible, Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, right? The cutting away of our sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ and you were baptized with Christ. And when you were raised into new life, because you trusted in the power of God to raise him from the dead and blah, blah, blah. Isn't that amazing? Come on. We've been cut away this root, this evil Adamic thing. And your spirit has been renewed by Christ. You've been born of incorruptible. I'm going to explode here in a minute, you know. Incorruptible seed incorruptible seed you and I isn't it wonderful isn't it wonderful he comes to live God himself comes to live with you he doesn't just say to you oh you're a nice kid now I paid for you you're forgiven I see all your 
beep, beep, beep. But the thing is, though, you are forgiven, beep, beep, beep. No. He goes further than that. He changes you from the inside out. And he puts a new hard drive into your life. And this hard drive is holy and righteous and beautiful, just like Jesus. Wow, that is just simply amazing. That is just absolutely amazing. Isn't that amazing? God himself. And he wants a relationship. People say, well, what is heaven like? Well, the Bible says to know God is to know eternal life. To know God is, to, is knowing a person, not a place. Yeah, we'll go to a place one day. Heaven will be a place. But it's attached to a person. And the person is Jesus Christ. It says in the Bible, it says in John 17, Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, his Son, whom you've sent. That's eternal life. Do you know him? Do you know him? Paul says, I want nothing else. He says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. Now look what Jesus says. I use it at every funeral. This one. I'll tell you why. Because it's powerful. John 11. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live even though they die. What? How can you die and still be alive? Whoever lives and believes in me will never die every time. I love this in particular when the whole bunch of people are not believers at all in the building, but the people who die are believers, you know. And then they say, you know, he's been Christ right now, his spirit. It's because your spirit is eternal. You're a spirit, body, and a soul. Your spirit will live eternally. Now the question is whether you're born again with a new spirit to be with God or you have no new spirit and you face a Christless eternity. Jesus paid for it all, every person. But if you don't receive it and become renewed, how can you go into heaven? You're not holy. You're not righteous. Only Jesus can make you as white as snow. As white as snow. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that beautiful? Do you have this in your life? Oh, Jesus is so amazing. Where oh, death, death is your, st is your victory. Where oh, death is your sting. Come on. Do you have eternal life? Do you know God? Do you know God? Right now, I want to give an opportunity right now for you to know God and to receive Him into your life, whether you're sitting here or online. The Bible says, John 3.16, let's all say it together if you know it. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. Thank you so much for not putting it up, my son. Last week I said, if you're in this church, you should know that by heart because I use it every week. By heart. God the Father sent His Son for our sin, that we might have a relationship with Him. Is there anybody in this room, you don't have a relationship with Him yet? Online, you don't have a relationship with Him yet. You know, we were made for a relationship with God. Not just for this earth, but also for eternity. To be filled with the Holy Spirit. I don't know how you can do life without God in this world. Boring, anyway. And He's so wonderful, He's so sweet, and so powerful, so loving, so kind. I mean, why on earth would you not want Him? the dumbest thing ever sorry honestly to anybody in this room all eyes closed it's between you and God just bow your head for a moment oh, yeah. maybe you've never said yes to Jesus he's knocking at the door of your heart can I come here please he won't force himself into your life. But he would love you to invite him into your life. 
You are made for this. You are made for a relationship with God. And he's the most beautiful, most loving, most kind. You'll find peace for your soul. A joy you've never, never known before. He will wreck your life in a good way. And he will love you all the way throughout eternity. Is anybody in this room and you have to say yes to Jesus today? You said, man, I need Jesus. That is so clear today. Now I want to pray for you. So if you, if you want to be included in this prayer, is anybody here who would like to be included? I'd like you to lift up your hand right now and say, I, I want Jesus. I want to be included. Thanks very much. Anybody else? Anybody online? I want to be included in this prayer today. Today is my day. I want to join. I want to join in this relationship with God. Anybody else? Okay, let's all pray together this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I receive your love. I receive your life. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Today I make you Lord of my life. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, all of heaven are rejoicing. All the angels that are here around are also rejoicing. Even that one person comes to see Jesus and receive him in Jesus' name. Now for all of us together, guys, can stand together. God's power is in us. If you're a born-again Christian, then you are born of the power of God. He resides in you. The same power, it says here, Ephesians 1. How incredibly great is the power to help? Help? Help those who believe in him. Everybody say help. help. Come on, we all need help. Help those who believe in him, the same mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead. Come on, he has given us power for life, power to sustain us even through COVID time, powers to sustain us through difficulties and disappointments and people who die around you or whatever. He's the power in your life. Trust in him. Trust in the Lord. In Jesus' name. Let's finish with this last um, scripture and then we're done. So beautiful. But now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return. For we are forever alive and forgiven of all of our sins. Let's say it together. We are forever, all together very loud. We are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins keeps saying he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us you can say it he erased it all are you seeing with me or what are you doing okay there we go do us do it again no he canceled out everywhere are we handsome erased it all come on our sins our stained soul he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Tom to Cody, you know, Cory Ten Boom was a friend of my grandfather, and he says that he had a little very famous thing, that he had a little sign in the water. It says, in the, all my sins that we put in the water, in the sea of forgetfulness, and you're not allowed to go fishing anymore. No fishing allowed in this thing. Retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam, hey, we talked about this, has been placed onto the cross. Come on. And nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness. 
stripping away from them every weapon and all the spiritual authority and the power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in the procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. Come on, the power of the cross. Let's give it praise. Let's give it praise. Father, we thank you so much for this amazing celebration today, for this amazing weekend. Lord, thank you that on Good Friday, you died for us and you took our sin with you into the grave, into hell itself, where it came from. And Lord, it's so wonderful. You declared us righteous and innocent forever. Name change, no longer sinners, but now saints forever. And Lord, we thank you then for Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday that you came and you were alive. You raised from the dead. Death has no power over you anymore. And all of us who are in you have no, to nothing to do with death anymore of our spirit. And we are born again of incorruptible seed. And we live forever, whether we are in the body or outside the body, Lord. We are living with you. We want to give you praise and honor and glory for what you have done in us and for us. And Lord, we will honor you with our lives in every way in Jesus' name. And we all said amen. Come on, we're going to build this up. We're going to say, He is risen. And you're going to say, He's risen indeed, right? And then we're going to worship one more song. He is risen. He is risen. Louder. He is risen. And now the biggest voice you've ever heard, He is risen. Come on, let's worship Him. 